Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialist with an office in Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, Eric, let's jump in and start off with Roy in the Des Moines area. Unfortunately, Roy says, my wife passed away a month ago, Eric, and she was the one who handled most of the financial matters. I am in the process of organizing things now, but what are some main financial things I need to consider now that she's gone? She was retired for a few years, and I just retired last year, if that helps you with some information. I will, Roy, my condolences on your loss. A big one is uh, not knowing what age you are. If you are under 59 and a half, the one thing you want to make sure that you do on your wife's um, qualified plan or IRAs, those types of things, is treat it as an inherited account. The reason why is that if it's an inherited account, an inherited IRA, you can take money out and not be subject to the additional 10% tax penalty for being under the age of 59 and a half. If you're over 59 and a half, you can just put them in your name if you want to to help consolidate this. Yeah, he probably is. I'm just guessing, obviously, based on the fact that he's been retired a year and she was retired three. So we could, I mean, they could be in their later 60s, maybe, mid 60s. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Um, The other thing, too, is that you have to remember from a tax standpoint is that your tax rate's going to go up uh, going forward because you're going to lose one of the exemptions and deductions, and you also go to, you get into those uh, rates faster as a single person as you do as married filing jointly. So that's going to be an issue that you want to uh, look at as well. And, you know, find somebody you can, uh, if you're not into the numbers, you're not into that kind of stuff. That's why people develop plans with financial advisors or develop relationships with them is, you know, one person likes it, you know, understands as the two are talking, right? The financial advisor, the person that's in the relationship that likes it. Mm-hmm. And the other one just sounds like gibberish. Sounds like, you know, going, you know, going somewhere you have an interpreter, right? Charlie Brown's mom. Yeah. Was it his mom or his teacher? The teacher. The teacher. The teacher. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. So you need to find somebody. And, and we'd, be, we'd love to interview for that position and show you how we can do things here. But if you're not into it, you need to find somebody that you have a connection with that you can trust that's going to do in your in your best interest. So... In the trust department, you definitely want to be working with a fiduciary because they have to do what's in your best interest and disclose conflicts of interest. But not all fiduciaries are created equal. You know, interview a couple of them. Go through. Well, we have people that do that. They go to us. They go other places. And then they typically come back to us because they see that we're different. But that's what I'd recommend, Roy. you got to find somebody that can take you through a planning process and address things like the tax issues, um, how to get the money out of your wife's accounts into your accounts, um, make sure that's done tax efficiently. And then, um, you know, if you're Social Security, if you were claiming and she wasn't or she was claiming you weren't, you could use her Social Security until and wait to turn yours on. So there's some Social Security planning there you could do. Yeah. I was saying usually income and taxes are the the big ones, right, Eric? When somebody loses a a spouse, usually the biggest things that hit them that they just weren't thinking about, even though it seems fairly obvious after the fact, is your income can be reduced and your taxes go up. 
Correct. Yeah. Doesn't seem fair, but it yeah. happens. Yeah. So those are probably the two big places that definitely start because maybe maybe they have uh, pensions and you know did she select the right option for spousal benefits so on and so forth right. So Absolutely. A lot of little things there, Roy. Again, condolences. Uh, get on the calendar with Eric and the team. They're going to certainly reach out to you anyway. But 515-226-1500 for other folks who might be in a similar situation as well. 515-226-1500. All right, we've got Jan in Pella, and she says, Our oldest son is finishing up his third year of college, Eric, but now it looks like it's two more years, not just one and we basically ran out of money in the 529. So, should we start funding it again or make him go get his own loans? Well, there's a famous uh, quote that you can finance everything but <laughs> retirement. I was just thinking that same thing. Okay. You Jan, can't get a loan so for retirement, right? Can't get a loan for retirement. Um, and they won't lend you money when you retire because you have no income. Because you don't have a job. Right, exactly. to pay it back. So, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it, it, it's not good that the it was depleted. Um, if you can pay it out of ready cash flow, you know, extra money that you have each month, I would do it that way as opposed to putting it in the 529 plan. The little bit of tax benefits you'll receive are not worth putting it in and then having to jump through hoops to the way it comes yeah, out. Especially just, short distance, yeah. right? Isn't that a little bit better when it's a longer term kind of thing? Well, for the growth side of things. Yeah, but okay, you can put it in yeah. being a money market account. Gotcha. Um, but then it's you know restrictive on how you get it out. It's got to go for the right things. Or if you just gift the money. Remember that if you're married, both you and your husband could gift uh, $15,000, actually saying $17,000 this year, think, yeah. to your son. So there's $34,000 to help pay for some of the school just through gift, and there's no tax consequences. Mm, that's a great point. But, you know, it's it's all about can you afford that? If not, right. having student loans is not the end of the world. I had student loans. Most <laughs> um, And most people do. It also yeah. gives them skin of the game. They may find a way to finish early <laughs> if they have to pay for it. So I would probably look into that. Uh, even though the interest rates are, are pretty high right now, it does give them something to uh, – some some skin in the game. And, well, and you, and I really like I really like your point there, Eric. About you know, there's a couple things they could do, like the gifting, which is a great idea. Uh, but run the numbers again. Like, can you? How much more can you afford to do? Because the last thing I'm sure you want or your son wants, really, Jan, is for in a couple of years you guys to be couch surfing on his couch because you now have shortchanged your own retirement, right? Right. So you got to be careful with that, right? You do not want to. We all love our kids. We all want to do as best, you know, the best thing by America. But at some point, we have to figure out, like, are we sacrificing too much, especially when our timeline is much shorter? Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's and they're they're it's just tough. starting out, right? Right. Gonna, exactly. Think about when you first started, how much you were making, and now what you're making now, right? It's, <laughs> right. They're not going to be in the same environment right. the whole life. Yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's a tough spot to be in, Jan, but certainly one that. Uh, you can find your way through, but I think it's like anything. It starts with you know what kind of help can you continue to provide without it hurting you. So, and that's where running the numbers is going to come into play as well. Five one five two two six fifteen hundred. If you'd like to come in for that retirement readiness review and crunch some numbers to see how much more you guys can do. Five one five two two six fifteen hundred. All right. Final question this week, Eric, is from uh, the the Ames area, and it's Leslie who says I inherited some money from my aunt. And it looks like it's enough to pay off my house, which is good news. But my interest rate is pretty low at 3%. So I'm wondering if it's worth paying it off or doing something else with the money. Well, Leslie, the way you answer every financial question is with one word. And that's depends. <laughs> but on the face of it, if you're in the low threes, and let's say you're more, you're further along in your mortgage than you were in the past, you're not paying a whole lot of interest because a loan is 
front amortized. So mm-hmm. most of your first few years, it's all interest. And then the backside, it's very little interest. It's weird how those work and how they, but they do it that way. Right. So you're probably not, it's not probably costing you a whole much, but at today's interest rates, when you can get 5% on a CD for less than a year, right? You could make better interest than what this is actually the benefit you have by paying it off. Now, on the other side of that coin, if the mortgage is paid off, that's less expense that you have going out, which means you might improve your situation. Maybe you could retire sooner because your income need is lower, right? So that's where you want to run through a scenario and say, okay, you know, like the old T account, right? Pluses and minuses. Okay, positives of paying it off. I don't have this bill anymore each month. Lower my income. I might be able to retire sooner. Other side, I got this cash mm-hmm. that I inherited it. It's going to earn a great interest rate. Interest rates were at half a percent. No brainer, pay off the mortgage. When you can make 5% today on one year stuff, eh, you start to think about that. Right. Maybe yes, I maybe, could let this. Yeah, maybe the math comes into play, but I certainly don't discount the emotional feeling too, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So it's just a whole lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. It's always best to go through a couple of scenarios and see which one, which one feels better. Anytime people want to pay off houses too, I always bring up, you know, that uh, show Arrested Development, which I loved, and that uh, you know they ran uh, the Bluth family, <laughs> they ran a banana stand um, on the Santa Monica Beach or the pier or something like that. The frozen bananas, you know, dipped in chocolate, rolled in nuts. Right. The dad was arrested. He's in jail, and so the son is visiting him, and they need money, you know, and the. All he kept saying, codedly, was there's always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. And so the son thought it meant selling more bananas. And so he was mad at him and burned it to the ground. <laughs> and when he went to visit him again, he's like, you idiot, there was $250,000 in the walls of the banana stand that I hid there. Right, right. Theory being, what it means, you just can't, if your house is paid off and you need that money, you just can't reach into the drywall and pull out money. Right, well, true. So how it works? Yeah, true. Leslie may not. What if her own retirement? Let's just even say her emergency fund is is non-existent or too short, right? So maybe Correct. she could put some money in that. Maybe she could do a little bit of all three of those. Right. Situations. There's no. It's not. It's not a, a a binary decision, right? Just either pay it off or put it in the bank. You could do a combination of of both of those, yeah. right? Yeah. But if you can have, if you have the money to pay out the house, but it, you have control over it, the house is still paid off. It's just that you have control over the money as opposed to the house having the control of the money because you go to sell your house, you have an open house, you say it's worth $250,000 and every offer you get is $200,000, what's your house worth? It's worth Mm -hmm. $200,000, right? right? It's whatever the market bears. So sometimes you have to think through those types of things, like where do you want to have your wealth stored? A house is not the best place to store wealth. It is an asset, but it's dependent on market conditions and those can change without any input from you, right? You can't control where interest rates are. You can't control the economy is, and that's going to control the the value of your home. Yeah, Yeah. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? 
Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.